Not long after God created the earth, sin entered the world, and God's own creation became unrecognizable. The weakness of human nature and the presence of sin had created a once non-existent chasm between the Creator and his most prized creation, mankind. Hundreds of years passed as mankind tried to fix its own problems and cope with the growing distance between God and man. Hope and prophecies of a Messiah were overshadowed by exhausting rituals of religion and tradition. But something was about to change. The need for a savior began to fill the lungs of mankind as a weary world held its breath and waited for God to breathe life into his creation once again. Oh
tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe, wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. God in sin. 
even begin to imagine what it must have been like that night, like 2,000 years ago? I mean, try as we may, our imaginations, honestly, could not even begin to do justice to the actual events that occurred when Jesus was born. You can be sure of this, though. It was far more amazing, far more messy, and far more real than anything you can imagine. But just go with me. As you stepped into this divinely appointed scene, first of all, you'd have to watch where you stepped because the smell and evidence of animals would have been everywhere. As you peer through the poor lighting, you'd soon discover anything but a desirable place to bring, to bring a baby into the world. You'd notice a very excited but nervous group of shepherds still trying to recover from having the sheep scared out of them by that group of angels. Wide-eyed, staring in quiet amazement what they were seeing. Some of them probably whispering to each other, pointing. But each of them in, in awe that they were seeing firsthand exactly what the angel told them they would find. You'd notice very tired carpenter named Joseph worn out from a long journey and desperately trying to find a safe shelter for his young wife to give birth. He's speechless at this point and yet filled with pride. You see him kneeling by his precious, precious bride overwhelmed with relief that they had made it and joy, and yet at the same time still filled with so many unanswered questions. Can you imagine? Then you would see a young mother, Mary, completely drained of strength, yet in every way full. As she holds and gazes with wonder into the eyes of her little boy, whom, whom deep down she knows is so much more than a little boy. You hear him cry. She picks him up. She wraps him tightly, sways him gently, and sings a lullaby. And then, cradled in the soft yet secure arms of his mother, You'd see what this whole night had been about. What hundreds of years of prophecy had predicted. What God-honoring people in ancient Israel had desperately been hoping for. What all the universe had been longing for. And what you and I are gathered here for. Yeah, you'd see the baby. The chosen one. The Messiah. Savior of the world. Emmanuel, the infant boy that proves to us all that God is with us. Do you see it? 
Can you imagine it? Listen to it. Take it all in. Wonder with all creation. As the universe exhales, he is here. Now, there is hope. We want to take a moment and looks a little bit different from the rest of the night where we get to uh, sing a song together, not be embarrassed of uh, who may hear you. I know we're going to have some good singers in here. We might have some bad singers in here, but there's something so beautiful, so incredible and so uniting when we share a moment together like this where we can sing out, lift our voices and just celebrate the birth of our Savior together. Maybe feel the hope and the awe and wonder in this moment, just like the night when our Savior was born. Let's sing this together.
do you respond to all this? How does something that happened 2,000 years ago, so long ago, impact our lives today? I mean, the lives we live now, the problems we face today, the, the longings we feel, you and I. How does that happen? Think about it. Because see, there's still that thing, that thing that, you know that thing, that thing that you're trying to forget about until after Christmas. There's still that problem that you're trying to push out, at least to the back of the corner of your mind, at least for the next couple of days. You don't want to think about it. You don't want to deal with it. Yeah. There's still that fear that you know you're going to have to face that decision that you know you're gonna have to make as soon as the holiday is over. I mean, what about all that? Because, hey, listen, let's just be honest together. Life, life's not a fairy tale. All that stuff is real. But thankfully, Christmas is no fairy tale either. It's about a real person who came for real people so that they would know that God is for them, not against them. I want you to think about that just for just for a couple moments. Not just now though, think about it over the next couple of days. In fact, I mean, what, what would happen if we had a conversation with those we love about this, about this? That Christmas is for you. Christmas is for you, for your family, for us. You see, Jesus came 2,000 years ago to earth and lived the perfect life that you and I could have never lived. And he died the gruesome death on our behalf that we, truth be told, should have died. And he arose to life again so that people just like me and you could be offered life in him. You see, that's what Christmas set into motion. 2,000 years ago, and that's still in play today. For you, for us, for the world. As the angel said, for all people. I love that. All people. You see, Christmas is for you. You know why? Because Jesus is for you. Not, not, okay, not, not so that you're not going to have any problems anymore, but that now you have a person person with unlimited strength and unlimited power to journey with you through every problem you face. Now there's a love to fill you with love that you don't have on your own as you try to love those people who are so hard to love. Now you have a confidence to face that fear, whatever it is, head on and gratefully live to tell about it on the other side of it. Now you have a friend to walk with you through every one of those decisions that you're dreading with truth and wisdom and patience and grace. Now you have a savior to bring you close to your heavenly father, to fill you with real lasting life. Yeah. 
Christmas is for us. Do you get it? It's for us, but it's because of him. So how do we respond to all this? Well, the best way to respond, the only way to respond that makes sense at all is to turn our attention, our adoration, our trust, our lives to him. Not just today, not just because it's Christmas, but every day, every moment, with every problem and every decision and every fear and with every person. Trust him. You can trust him. You can trust him right now. You can trust him today, tomorrow, and the rest of your life. You know why? He's trustworthy. Maybe, maybe you've never realized that until now. Well, I invite you to trust him. Give it a shot. Trust him. Put your trust in him. Maybe for some of you, that, that's like for the first time because you've never really felt like God was trustworthy because of the way things have always worked out in your life. Remember, it's not about fixing all your problems. It's about walking with you through all your problems. And I'm, and I'm telling you, he's trustworthy. Trust him for the first time. And for some of you, you need to renew your trust in him. Reminding yourself that this is why he came. This is why he came. This is why Christmas happened. For you, for me, for us, for the world. Trust him. Let me pray for us. Our Father, help us trust you. That's why you came. You came to rescue us from ourselves, from our sin from our hopelessness and to show that you are trustworthy of our faith, of our lives, of everything. It's amazing to me that something that happened over 2,000 years ago still impacts our lives today so vividly. So we thank you for what Jesus did for us and we trust you. And for those that are trusting you for the first time, may they learn to depend on you as their savior and forgiver and friend and confidence and their peace. And for those that are reminding themselves why it's so important to trust you and to journey with you each day, may you fill us with hope like never before because you a trustworthy God. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey guys, stand with me. Stand with me. As we celebrate with the angels, as we join the shepherds in awe and join with Joseph in amazement and join with Mary in wonder because Christmas is here and it's for us. And that means Jesus is here and he is for us. Let's sing.
Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you for spending your evening with us. We'll see you in the new year.